Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! summer of 1994, Terry and Gwen Sherman purchased a piece of property in the Yunta Basin of Utah. Okay. Uh, they were excited to get started as ranchers. Uh, it was Terry's hobby that he was trying to push further and turn into a livelihood. Support that. Yeah. So he's going to try to raise Angus uh, cattle for beef and, you know, just made the plunge, bought 512 acre ranch. Hell yeah, quite a plunge. Yeah. And was ready to get started. I like that, living the dream. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. They moved some of their cattle in um, on the first day and we're getting settled in. They were, you know had purchased the ranch property in the house and they were looking through the house and they found some things that just made them a little curious about the previous owners. The lot had been vacant for the past seven, seven years, roughly. It's a long time. Eh, it's well, not maybe. that long. I guess it depends. What year is it? 94, right? Yeah. Okay. So it had been vacant for roughly about seven years and... Some things that caught their eye were, like, the numerous amount of deadbolts in all the doors, and even including some of the doors in the house. Oh, that'll you know, set like off some bedroom flags. door's got a deadbolt. The uh, door of the kitchen's got a deadbolt. That'll set off some red flags. There are also some pretty large chains uh, fastened to the walls near the entrances of the house. Okay. And I surmise that the previous owners probably had... Some pretty big dogs. I would hope. The doorways as well. Yeah, I would hope. That's for dogs. Yeah. I don't know what else you get to guard your house, but that's what they were guessing. So, they're excited. Day one, they're loading stuff into the house. They got a few of the cattle out in the pen already. And they got the two kids with them, and I believe Terry's father was with them as well. You know. The family moving in. Yeah. Uh, one of the kids noticed what he kind of exclaimed to be a coyote out in the field headed towards them. Okay. And it was just doing a kind of a loping S-shape, wandering about. Okay. Uh, definitely noticed them, but didn't seem too concerned. Uh, and then Terry, the father, was like, he's like, oh... That looks a little big for a coyote. That's got to be some sort of wolf or something. Yikes. Yeah. And then it continued wandering closer and did not seem phased by them at all. So it seemed like it was a domestic, like a pet okay. of some sort. Because it's like, oh, people. Cool. Yeah, not, not scared coming to them. Yeah. And there was that point that it's getting closer and closer. And Terry and his father are like, whoa, that thing is large. Yikes. That is bigger than a regular wolf. Okay. All right. That's not good. That's not the feeling you want as it gets closer. It's like, oh, that's real unusual. Yeah, it's, it's real big. It's got some girth to it. Yeah. Oh, it's still coming this way, huh? Oh, all right. Uh, Terry said his father stood at six feet tall. And as the thing got closer, still acting, you know, perfectly content that there were people there. Yeah. Unfazed. Uh, it had sparkling blue eyes. But he realized that it was probably its head was up to his dad's shoulder. Nah. Who's like six feet tall and 
I'm just shy of six feet tall. Yeah. And I've been around plenty of big dogs. Yes. Not any of them have come anywhere close to my shoulder. No. When uh, when dog heads get close to human shoulders... It's a little concerning. Uh, yeah, it'll make you take pause. Yeah. So, they did take a little bit of a pause. But it seemed fine like it seemed like it was not aggressive at all good it was just like oh people cool it approached his father who reached out a hand probably somewhat nervously and gave it a pet and the thing kind of like rubbed into it like 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 that's what like thanks yeah thanks for the pets that's why i'm here how'd you know yeah and so everybody is a little (laughs) Freaked out, though. Yeah. Right? But this thing's just chilling. Just being cool. Not alarmed. The only things that seem to be too alarmed by it are the few cattle that he's already got penned up. They're trying to keep their distance from the fence near this thing. Checks out. Except for one of the calves is, you know, only a few days old. Oh. And it's... Uh. A little curious. It doesn't know about the Earth yet. This no. is not a normal. This is doesn't know how well, it Earth seems. About it's this. friendly with the guys. The guy's been friendly with him. Yeah. Context clues. Yeah. It's like, so oh, this thing's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Maybe I got a new friend. And it, its head's popping through the fence. And as soon as this friendly, giant domestic dog wolf thing, that everybody's a little confused about, realizes that it's over at that calf in the blink of an eye, just wrapped its jaws around of it and is ravaging it and trying to rip it through the fence. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, great. That's good. So Terry grabs a baseball bat out of the truck. Ah, Terry, good try. And lays into this thing. He's... You know, taking the bat to it, hitting in the back, and the thing doesn't even flinch. It just continues trying to pull this calf through the fence, and the calf is, you know, making all sorts of yeah, death crazy noises. cow noises. Yeah, like, wow, this is a bad time. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this is less than great. I'm learning a lot more than I wanted to today. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can feel on Earth. Yeah. Oh my God. And terror is one of them. Oh, no. And that's probably what Terry's starting to feel as he's beating this six-foot-tall wolf with a baseball bat, and it doesn't even react. So he yells out to his son, Boy, get my magnum! Oh. And his son goes and he grabs the magnum yes. Yes, sir. out of the truck, and he brings it back, puts it in Terry's hand, and Terry pops one off. He's like point blank with this thing. He knows the shot hit. Yeah. Again, it doesn't even flinch. It's not good. And so he's probably like looking at his gun like, what? (laughs) And he pops off another one. Again, like nothing happened. So he takes aim. Maybe he's hitting it in a place that's not sensitive. Takes an aim at its stomach and pops another one off. Yeah. And this time, the uh, the wolf-like creature looks at him and is like, fine. And just lopes away. Stops about 30 yards away and just like turns around is and it... just like staring like... Come on, man. Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. So then he yells at his son, go get the rifle. So again, his son... Okay. Goes and grabs the rifle. Comes back with the rifle. The thing's still just standing there. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I thought we were cool. And Terry pops one off with the uh, high-powered rifle. Definitely hits. And the thing noticeably gets hit that time. But still only takes a couple steps back. Okay. So Terry, again, slides the bolt. You can feel Terry's patience just wearing thinner and thinner. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, it, is this real? Yeah. Those that was like a prize calf, though. So this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his his he's shocked. Then he's afraid. Then he's determined. And then he's just more determined. And then he's like, "What am I doing here?" 
Yeah. So he lets off a second rifle round and definitely 100% knows he hits this time because chunks of flesh go flying. Oh, he, break, he broke the seal. Well. As far as he saw anyways. The thing just, again, like looks at him and is like, fine. And then starts wandering off. All right. So at this time, like you said, Terry's got like a whole gambit of things to think about. 100%. And he's like, uh... I can't leave this thing on my property. Like, it's obviously not someone's domestic dog. No. Because it's massive. I just put three magnum rounds into it and a couple rifle rounds, and it just wandered off. So it's definitely a threat to my livelihood and my property. So I'm going to hunt it down. I was waiting for the step where Terry evolved into a hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right now. He's here. So his son, I believe his son went with him. Okay. Or maybe it was his father. But either way, him and another, one, one other, follow the, the wolf's footprints. And they track it to another part of the property, and it's approaching a stream and it's pretty clear uh, footprints. Like, it was kind of muddy, easy to track. Mm-hmm. And when they get within about 40 feet, 40, 50 feet yeah. of this stream and these footprints, the f- footprints just stop. And there's n- nowhere for them to have just gotten lost or whatever. They just are gone. Don't like it. So very confused. Mm-hmm. They look around for a little bit. They confirm, like, yeah, these tracks just ended. There's nowhere for us to follow. It's, it seems impossible. Doesn't make any sense. And so they look around. Nothing. So they head back. All right. Pretty wild time. Yeah, not normal. That's their first day moving in. Weird. Yeah. Are they looking, taking a, I mean, I would be, walk back into the house and just start looking at these deadbolts in a different way right now? Like, oh, huh. Uh-huh. Weird. Certainly weird. What a nice home we have. Good neighbors. Nice to, nice to meet the neighbor. He's a real fun guy. Try to eat a calf. He's a six foot high dog. That's great. Well, some of their neighbors was a, uh, you. Native American reservation. Okay. So, this ranch is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and that's why they first thought it was a somebody's pet. Yeah. Because it seemed like it was not afraid of anything. Yeah. And they thought maybe it was, it had wandered off the reservation onto their property and it would wander its way back home. That obviously quickly changed when it was six feet tall or Almost. Right. And then tried to kill everything. You let me pet you. You, I let you pet me. You petted me. I thought that was the arrangement. Pets for calves. The creature was just confused, maybe. Wasn't quite... Didn't have an understanding of what the situation called for. So, the Shermans continued to spot large creatures... Uh, that seemed to be stalking them from the edge of their... Creatures, plural? Yeah. Okay. From the edge of their property or like tree lines and stuff like that. Yeah. They would see large figures just in the distance during different times of the day. Gwen, uh, Terry's wife, thought at one point she was losing her mind. Makes sense. Like sometimes she would... First off, let's continue with the creatures. Okay, sure. One time, she, I believe, was getting ready to leave. And she hopped in their pickup truck, only to see a set of eyes looming at, like, near the Mm. top of the truck level. Mm. Just out from, you know, the brush nearby. Okay. And directly near the car. And that absolutely terrified her. 
Makes sense. That checks out. Yeah. Yep. When a large shadow just falls across your your vehicle when you're like putting the keys in, you're like do 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 going to get out yeah. of here, and then oh, the moon just goes away. You might see some eyes. Yeah. You feel a presence. Like well, don't think that's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the figures seem to be possibly another massive wolf. This time, its eyes were not that pale, glowing blue. They seemed more black than... (sighs) Yeah, and so they're still waiting on more of their livestock to come in, and they're still seeing all these giant things. And that's got to make you wonder a little bit, like, what is going on around here? Mm -hmm. But then Gwen's also experiencing other strange things what like she gets home from the grocery store and goes to put the groceries away and she does and then she you know i don't know goes uses the bathroom or something and she comes back and all the groceries are back in the bag just like she had never done anything with it i don't like that no she wasn't a fan either yeah i figured (laughs) figured we'd be we'd have something in common there but she didn't know, like, it didn't line up with all the other weird stuff that was going on. Yeah. So she was worried, is it stress? Like, am I just losing my mind? Right. Like, did I not put them away? Did like, I think I did? They're making a big jump into this new thing and trying to make a living out of it. Uh, and, yeah, stuff like that's going on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Terry, on the other hand, is... Is he just a wild hunter now, stalking the woods? No, he's actually experiencing some other things around the property now, too. Okay. Like, they moved in in the summer, and they're still getting ready. They have a few cattle on the property, but they're not bringing in the bulk of their herd until things are a little bit more prepared. Makes sense. So they're still working on the property, Yeah. but like, not all their cattle are there yet. Um, he's starting to see lights around the property. Like, at first he thinks maybe it's some people trespassing, pickup trucks or Could something. be, yeah. It's a big lot of acres, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, who knows? Like, I don't I've never been here, obviously. But I imagine there's people driving ATVs around. Maybe not directly on the property, but nearby or something yeah. like that. It's possible. There's some dirt roads maybe he doesn't know about. You know, 500 acres is it's a lot of land. It is. To get to know every little bit of that, it's going to take you a little bit of time. Yeah. Especially if you got giant wolf monsters just roaming it. Who knows where they're hiding or what they're up to. Yeah, so he's starting to see some lights. And then, like, he... Th- he thinks maybe they're pickup trucks, but then sometimes maybe it's an optical illusion, but it seems like they float over the, the tree line. Of course they do. Of course it's the thing they might do. Maybe it is just an optical illusion. The floating lights. Oh, boy. So, come November, they bring in the bulk of the cattle. All the cattle, really. Uh, he's got some cattle dogs on the property, some blue healers, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, and so Terry, once again, he's, you know, patrolling the property. Um, some, of the, some of the cows have gotten a little astray, and he sees headlights from a truck. Again, maybe it's trespassers. This time he's... You know, he's got his his prize cattle here now. Okay. So he's going to try to get to the bottom of this. So he starts heading towards the truck. And the lights start to move away. And he's like, oh, well, I need to catch these people. Yeah. So he breaks into a jog and he's, you know, running over uneven ground. Yeah. And he's like, wow, this is kind of hard. Wait. That truck, like, it should be bouncing on the oven even ground, but the lights are staying dead, dead steady. 
great. The rugged terrain isn't affecting the vehicle at all. So he's like, okay, well, that seems odd. Uh, and he moves faster, though. He's going to catch it. Yeah, he's determined. Terry's having quite a go at it, by the way. There's a lot of things going on here with this poor man. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's setting up his dream life, though. Right. He wants to make this work. He's going to do yeah. everything he can. Right. So he's he's chasing this light down, though. Eventually, it gets to a, like, ball, boxed in to where the trees... If it's a truck, it's not getting out of there. He knows he's got it cornered. And then he gets to the corner of it, and it's a cube-shaped thing in the distance. And it just, whoop, shoots up into the sky. Ha, Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. The cube-shaped thing. Whoop. Yeah, he said it was flashing red and white lights as it vanished into the sky at a rapid pace. Okay. Okay? Yeah, okay. Okay. Strange things are happening. Okay. They continue to happen. It's all sorts of weird going on. All right? Okay. But now we're getting into the winter. Uh... Terry's spending his time making sure the cattle are rounded up. Uh, Eventually a severe snowstorm rolls in. And he's taken hours trying to find some of the cattle that got lost. Alright. He's on horseback and he rounds up most of them. But then one of his Angus cows has been missing for almost 24 hours. So he decides to, you know, make a real effort of it, and he's going to look everywhere. Okay. So he finally finds some tracks, and it looks like this cow is moving at full speed, from what he can tell, which is weird for a cow. They don't normally do that. No, usually nothing really freaks them out that much. They got to get, something's got to, you know, strike the fear of God in them to get them moving. And this one's doing it. So he's like, okay, well, that's weird. And it's run straight for that tree line. And again, the tracks just end. They just vanish. Man. Yikes. So the cow just vanished, and he's obviously wasn't attacked by wolves. It wasn't attacked by any of those big things because okay. you'd see tracks around right. it, you'd see blood. The whole thing. But it's gone. So what the, what? Yeah. Yeah, what the, what exactly? So he's still seeing the lights, though. He's trying, I kind of went over it already, but he's doing everything in his effort to get close to him. He's moving slow, he's moving fast. Yeah. No matter what, they're out as soon as he, he, they realize he's onto him, which is somehow wildly earlier compared to what you would think. One night, he lays quietly, trying to catch one of these things, and he thinks it looks like a like a stealth jet. Okay, point. yeah. It's shooting lights down and, like, putting light across the ground. The shape of it, it looks like a... What is it? The... It doesn't matter. The stealth jet. Okay. I don't remember what the like, number on it or anything is. Sure. But, but like you know a, what we're talking about. Like a about. triangle, that weird, yeah. with the backswing. Yep. Pretty. Like, like, like a boomerang, basically. Kind of. Jagged boomerang. And it seems to be searching for something. And this is, he's sitting in the cold. It's snowing. And so the way this is described is kind of crazy. He says, you know, he's been chilling there trying to sneak up on this thing i don't know what his ultimate goal here is now that he's seen this jet but it's not a jet because he says it's completely silent and smaller than okay what the jet should actually be but apparently he like moves shifts himself to try to keep warm or to get a better view and one of his like joints like pops like a like a knuckle cracking or something like that like something that you wouldn't normally be able to hear from a few feet away. 
right. only a few feet away. And as soon as it happened, the thing, like, killed the lights, like, seemed to turn in his direction, and then just was like, nah, and dipped. <sighs> so, that's kind of weird. Very much so. So, I mean, these strange things keep going and going. There's a lot of his cattle are disappearing now. And, oh, I forgot an important detail. Sure. So, when I mentioned earlier, uh, he shot that wolf the first day. Yes. And he blew flesh off, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he took care of it. Well, he tried to. So, he came back after they, like, tried to hunt it down. Yeah. Uh, some accounts said he did it before he left, but the, it makes more sense that he, you know, immediately chased after it to me. So, but he gets back and he finds the flesh and, and, and he like picks it up and examines it. Uh, and you'd think it'd be bloody, fresh. He just shot it off. Yeah. And instead it stunk like rot and. Oh no. And seemed to have been there for days. Oh no. And. What know. is that? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what is that? <clears throat> yeah. What is that? Something excessive. So not only are the lights that he's seeing similar to jets, there's orbs around the property. Might as well be orbs. There's little red orbs that Why are not? flying around. They're about the size of a tennis ball. Oh my god. They just move around, zip around. But then there's larger blue orbs that okay. are a little bit more ominous. They, they yeah. bring a sense of dread with them. Not like that. Uh, I believe he started calling them the blue meanies. Interesting. Because, uh, you know, the red ones are just whatever. Yeah, they're... They're, they're weird. Yeah, the red red friendlies. They're around. These are the blue meanies. But the blue ones are the scary ones. Imagine just seeing an orb and feeling terror and dread. That's nice. That's great. Ponder the orb. Ponder yeah. your dread. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, get away from this orb. Yeah, and there's multiple blue ones too. Uh, the blue ones—it's not. I as got the many? sense that there was only one at a time. Okay, but the red ones—it seemed like they were. It wasn't that weird to see multiple at the same okay. time. They could be wrong on that, but that's what my understanding was. Uh, the poltergeist activity is also kind of increasing in the house. Uh, things would move around, your typical poltergeist stuff. Yeah. Uh, it also would appear that things would be looking through the windows at night. Okay. Sometimes you would even find them st standing at the edge of your bed. Just things? Just black shapes. The, sh the shadows, the shapes. Mm -hmm. Not the shapes. They're, they would hear disembodied voices okay. that seemed to be speaking, but, like, just in the sky. Like, like you just hear people talking. Well, that would make his but wife it, lose her mind. But it was like a, a foreign language that they didn't understand, but you could just hear things talking. And it just sounded like they were just in the air. Floating vo incorporeal voices. I guess all voices are incorporeal. But coming from nothing, just, like, existing... Amongst space. One day, Terry awoke and found just giant chunks of earth cut out of his lawn. Oh. Just, you know. It's what happens. No piles of dirt or anything. It wasn't oh, like the, somebody dug. The it was dirt's just gone. Like, it was just like, yep, gone. Look. There's a chunk of your, that's not your ranch anymore. We're taking it with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah. It's some crazy stuff going on. They, not only are they seeing these large wolves, there are also large bipedal humanoids lurking about, too. Oh, no. They find, at one point, they find some footprints. Oh, my God. That look like a human's, but are at least twice the size of a normal person's foot, and, like, at least six inches wide. At the widest part of the foot. Well, comforting. That's the first word that 
does not come to mind when I see those. There's bizarre canine hyena hybrid creatures roaming about. What? There's what they can only describe as some sort of giant invisible entity that lurks around the property because it would make its presence known by wading through the livestock and they would all just get like separated and moved about as this thing just kind of like passed through. So this thing's walking through the cows like Moses? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it would walk through the water on the property too and you would see just like giant invisible splashes as if something was just you know, just walking oh, through. Oh my god. They also believe they were witnessing a smaller creature around the property that had a cloaking device similar to the movie Predator. Zach, what are we talking about here? What are we doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Just talking about a little piece of property in Utah. God, I just... The nights when Terry comes home and just walks in his house and his wife too and just takes a second glance at all these deadbolts. God, it's got to be even more and more ominous. Oh. Well, <laughs> cloaking it, device. It doesn't stop being weird. Why would it? Okay. So one night, I imagine Terry's doing this pretty much every night because he's got to have his rifle ready to go. I'm sure he's just strapped whatever guns he has like but, on him or near him at all times. Yeah, so he's cleaning his rifle and he, I guess, noticed something. It was nighttime. Okay. Sure. And so he grabs the rifle, uses the the scope on it, because something something's bright, bright orange by his gate. Okay. And we talked about the red orbs and the blue orbs, and he's like, "Oh no, not a, another fucking orb!" Right. So he looks at it, and it's not an orb. It looks to be like an opening, and on mm. the other side. Like, looking through this opening, it looks like daylight. Oh, no. It sees, like, blue sky and even a little bit of the sun. A portal? (laughs) He sees a portal? Uh, And then this thing comes through it. Okay. So something comes through it. And it is like a portal, and it just comes through and then zips over the, the nearby trees. And then sometimes, you know, he, he's seen this isn't he's seen a couple of them at this point. Okay. And I believe he said one time something dropped out of it and ran to the trees, but I don't have that pulled up here. Okay. Yeah, so we got lots of weird stuff going on. We certainly do. Yeah. So why don't I... Let's take a break from all the crazy stuff. And let's talk about a little bit of legend behind here. Because we got more crazy stuff to talk about. Good. But I feel like you're getting the idea that this is weird. A picture is being painted to me. Yeah. I'm taking in this mosaic of madness. Well... You know how most of the time we take Native Americans' land with, without having to get too much into it? That's just a thing we did. That's what this country certainly quite a bit did and continues to. Well, there's a good chunk on. of land that the you people were like, no, no, we you can have that. We're good. You can uh, go ahead and keep that part. Oh, and that might be this part. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh. This one's on the house. Yeah, no, we want most of the other parts back, but (laughs) we're good on that. Because, supposedly hundreds or maybe even thousands of years ago, the Ute were enemies with the Navajo. And the Navajo were said to have cursed this part of the Ute land um, by 
using it to do some witchcraft where you know they cursed it they did rituals and defecations and all sorts of stuff just evil on this part of the land and this is where they summoned skinwalkers or created skinwalkers great so this is what is now commonly referred to as Skinwalker Ranch. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something never really knew, always knew it was there, but never dove too much into each story. It just knew it was full of crazy shit, allegedly. All sorts of crazy shit. And it certainly is. From it just stories. doesn't stop. No. It's just like a, it seems like a nexus for and a bunch of random nonsense. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Like we're not just talking about like there's the weird creatures that are lurking around. Yeah. But like all the other stuff that's happening. You got poltergeist activity, UFO activity, uh cattle mutilations cuz I haven't touched on that. Oh, so, yeah. obviously, he's got lots of cattle. A lot of them are dying. Like not good. Not I think good he for loses business. 14 or 18 oh like in God. the first year and some of them he's finding with laser precision cuts on them yeah that's just always wild their intestines are just all gone and there's not a drop of blood around or their ears have been lasered off or no. he, he pulls one out of the river and it's like haunches like the rear is just vaporized Oh it's my just, god! Or missing and it's just gone. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, "What? Excuse me? <laughs> I could, I would like my cow back in working order, please." Yes, put them back together. No, no laser ears, please. Thanks. So just nonstop craziness, and they give it a good run. I don't think they make it quite two years. It lost fourteen cattle. Yikes. Um, and these are like expensive cattle. Like this is how he's making his livelihood. Yeah. And like, we know like Angus beef is expensive. Yes. You know, we're just getting parts of it. Mm-hmm. The whole cow's even more expensive. Yes. So the kind of last straw they had before they just up and left was... He was sitting out and with the dogs, and the dogs saw there's a blue orb in oh, the okay in the distance, and the dogs were, um, you know, barking at it. They would always bark at it, and I guess maybe he was just even more fed up. Like was like maybe the dogs can get it. I don't know, um, but he finally gave him the go ahead to. They were well-trained dogs. He gives them the nod. Yeah. And they went after it. And they took off into the woods. And he didn't think much of it. You know, they're going to go. They'll come back. So yeah, he let them go through the night. When they weren't back in the morning, he was like, hmm. Okay, I got to go find the dogs. He had three of them. Oh, no. So he went out and looked for them. And he found them a distance from where they had vanished into the underbrush and they were just steaming puddles of dog basically just three with like burnt grass around them so the, the dogs didn't make it the dogs did not make it <laughs> oh no and that was dog puddles yeah and that was kind of what they were just like, you know what, we are done. Well, that part, I mean, you know, cows are, you know, your property and things you're selling to make a buck. Mm-hmm. Dogs are like family, you know? Yep. So it's like, well, that ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... that's uh, he so, just walks into the woods and is just like stroking his chin as he's looking at these puddles and like, yeah, we got to get out of here. So I actually, my first thought on it was... That whatever this orb thing was like zapped them and they just yeah like, they, had, they had lasered yeah. But I actually saw a video of 
a guy that I don't know who it was, if it was his son or who who it was. Sure. But he claimed to have seen it firsthand. And he said that it wasn't so much that they looked like they were melted. It looked like they were kind of stomped, squished like bugs almost. Oh. Like it looked like they were pressed into the earth. Okay. More horrifying? Uh, less not horrifying? Yeah. Not less. Not less and equal not better. Equal or more. Yeah. Definitely equal or more. Yeah. So that was it. They were done. They. That was the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. They had been talking with the. Like everybody knew in this town yeah. what was going on here. Like, it's so crazy. Like, what are you not going to tell somebody? Right. Like, was it the bar going to the grocery store? Yeah. Say, and hey. so, like, the newspaper was aware of some of this stuff going on. The neighbors were aware. People at the reservation. Uh, were aware they were like no those aren't our domestic animals we don't have giant animals just roaming yeah can you imagine hearing that story they're like what did you see that's not good yeah so the ranch actually i think we'll we'll call this one here for now sure but i'll give you a bit of a wrap-up sure So, so this is skinwalker ranch yes and word is getting out though like it's out now. Like we we've all heard of we have Skinwalker yeah. Ranch. I Absolutely. think there's even a History Channel show on it now. I bet. Which you know, History Channel. They're waiting for history to happen again because they're out of it. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, we did it all. Yeah, it's uh, all done. We've done it. But, um, billionaire Robert Bigelow becomes involved because he hears about all these crazy things through the newspaper and all this stuff. And I think he was set up in Las Vegas. Okay. So, which isn't too far. No. And he's actually starting a team called the National Institute of Discovery Science at this time. So, and their whole thing is to try to go into all sorts of different phenomena and try to prove it, disprove it. Okay. Anything like that. So he ends up offering, uh, the Shermans, like $200,000 for this 500-acre ranch. And they're like, yep. Yeah, yep. thank you. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All yours. Yeah. And so he buys in, and the property is going to get studied by an investigative team, basically. And they they get some weird stuff going on there, too. Oh. But we'll end, we'll end that. We'll continue right. that uh, maybe two weeks from now. Sounds good. All yeah. right. Perfect. Holy hell. Yeah. So a lot of weird stuff. I I ended up skimming over some of it, too, just because it's, like, it's a lot of the same, a lot of the sure same, same, but different. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cows are disappearing. Lights are all over the place. Shadow figures. Creatures in the woods. Humanoids, dogoids, canoids? Graboids. Graboids. You never know what's going to come out of these portals. I mean, maybe that's what's digging up the chunks of earth that That are just gone. The voices in the sky. I think at one point, somebody yelled at them. Yeah. And they, like, like obviously heard it. Like, the voices stopped. Uh Uh-huh. And were like, did you hear that? And they're like, yeah. And they just go back at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, they're trying to talk to us? Uh, Yeah. And like the portals opening up? Yeah, portal's not good. What is that? Well, it's sunny out and it's dark. Well, it's dark, but then you're like, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, that's blue sky. Uh, I mean, I. Something just popped through. I literally would look outside of my house and go, like, is that a portal? (laughs) Yes. Well, and, like, they were described as, like, snake-shaped or, like, elongated sometimes, too. It's just an insane place. It just feels like a a pinpoint on a map, like a nexus of all things, all strange, bizarre things. You know, no holds back. No holds barred. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, weird. 
It's like an area with notice qualification. Anything goes. Sure, I guess. Yeah. It's like all of the weird cryptids, UFOs, everything we talk about, basically just, here it is. Yeah, one. It's right here on this ranch. 500 acres, some some odd acre ranch. And those poor cows are just like, God, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is how. Shoot me now. That one was finally making a break for it, and then just got sucked into the sky or something. Bye. Taken up by a cube, maybe. Yeah. Flying cube. Or a jet. Or a jet. A stealth bomber. Right, a stealth bomber full of cows. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Return to Skinwalker Ranch. That's... I remember we did Rise of Skinwalker. And that's we did. I had to go we, back and check. We did. We never like, dabbled well, with it because it was a whole thing on its own that couldn't be addressed. Mm-hmm. There was no. It was too much. Like it was a separate issue than just the. I also think we were very inebriated for that episode. Oh, I think that probably happened also. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like two years ago. Also that. Yep. So. I had to go back and be like, "Wait a minute! Did I do all this?" And then we already did it. Fuck. Yeah. No. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's a good one. I've wanted to do it for a while, and I just finally, you know, got the proper motivation. So hell yeah! Just imagine all this wild, like, because we did, like you said, we did a whole episode on a skinwalker. So what if, like, there's all this stuff going on, and we just sprinkle some skinwalkers in? It's like, oh, they're just in there too. Well, right, and uh, it's like, oh my gosh! That's why the lore with the, like the this part being a cursed land, and that's why they don't want it back. And yeah. Like, they're not even, the Ute people, I think, aren't even allowed to set foot here. I could be wrong on that. Sure. But I believe I read that. Sure. Like, this is, like, like unholy so, ground, Yeah, we just don't go here. Them. Yeah, we don't go here. And the ridge on the property, or near the property, is called Skinwalker Ridge. Uh, like, it's, a, it's like an evil place, from what I can tell. I mean, it doesn't sound like a happy place well it definitely doesn't but i mean and i'm trying to speak from the ute perspective correct which i don't know that much about sure but what i did read says that it's a bad place well yeah whenever you read about a place just like oh yeah that place is evil like well yeah i'll make you think twice about or at least you know have that in the back of your mind if you go over there is it evil should i camp here tonight i'll keep moving a little bit further <laughs> Is that a is that a guy chasing me? Is he crawling? Is it a dog? Wait, I'll turn off my flashlight. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I can't see him, he'll go away. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he's so coming. I hear him. Are those voices in the sky. I was just, yeah. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> did, did he just jump in a portal? Yeah. Is that a Bigfoot walking through there with a giant wolf pet hybrid hyena thing? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah, we got to get back in the truck. Pretty wild stuff. And it's in the house, too. And that makes you wonder, all the locks in the house? I can't stop thinking about the locks. What's going on with that? Those people lived there, from what I read, the uh, previous owners had lived there since like the 60s or something like that. So they learned to deal with it. They like learned to deal with it. Yeah. Like they had lived there a lot longer than the almost two years the Shermans lived there. Well, maybe like the dog monster creature that like came up and they let him pet it. Like maybe they had an arrangement. Like, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, and then this guy is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's what that dog was so pissed. He's like, hey, this is part of the deal, man. Maybe. I don't, you don't know. like this. Like, oh, you're gonna, and he's like, ah, oh, like, I mean, no one could see your facial expressions, but they're real good. Like, oh, you're going to shoot me. This yeah. is part of the deal. Yeah. Oh, so like, oh, we don't have a deal. Well, then your shit's going to get fucked up now. Could be. Yeah, like maybe that was who was protecting. It was maybe not even good, but just like oh yeah, like you said, like a deal. Like yeah, yeah, hey, we'll live it out here together. Mutually beneficial, but I'm gonna eat some of these cows though. Yeah, some I'm of definitely food. gonna eat some of your and cows. like, but you'll be okay. Yeah, because I'm like a big giant monster, undead skinwalker monster. But, I'll, you know, I'll let you pet me. I like pets. Right, and all of these things are terrifying. But that first day when this massive beast just comes and it's like, 
sup? Like, oh, pet me, cool, yeah. Oh, I'm going to rip apart your calf. It's like, whoa, whoa, And then whoa, you whoa. take a baseball to it, baseball bat to it, and then you shoot it five times, and then it just, just vanishes into the thin air, and you're like, hmm. Just imagine that dog, like, thinking this deal's going down, he's eating the calf, he's like, oh, he's hitting me with a baseball bat? Like, weird, but, like, I don't know, like, maybe these people are different. Is that, is that a magnum? Did he just yell, boy, get my magnum? <laughs> I think he's going to hit me with a magnum. Huh. And he's like, ouch. Ow. Rifle. Ow. It's like, it's like, like, this guy's not getting it. Yeah, I'll try again later. I'll sneak into his house and I'll stand at his bed in my human form. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And if he doesn't get that, I'll make his wife think she's losing her shit. Yeah, I'll just put the groceries back in the bag. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. What? Crazy. All those locks. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, that's Skinwalker Ranch. All right, well. Part one. Part one. I like it. Well, if you've been to Skinwalker Ranch, if you, aren't we supposed to, I was going to say if you are a Skinwalker, but I'm not going to say that. Nope. Um, don't, t- don't talk to us if you're yeah, a Skinwalker. No. Um, I'm not even supposed to be saying that. Yeah, so I was, I didn't also want to say that because that would make it even worse. It's like, oh yeah, well, talking about that a lot. Um, but you can follow us on the social medias, the Instagram, support us on the patreon.com slash we're in feared, where uh, we have some behind the veil episodes where our conversations continue after the podcast. Then, uh, you know, just support us any way you can and give us some reviews on the things you use to listen to this wonderful program. Please do. Yeah, guys, but stay safe and watch out for those things that I will not name and stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.